0: ABC Listen, podcasts, radio, news, music and more. In 2022, the US Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, the landmark piece of legislation that made access to an abortion a federal right in the United States for nearly 50 years. Now abortion has become a major election issue in this year's presidential campaign and the Democrats have started running campaign ads like this. Two years ago, I became pregnant with a baby I desperately wanted. At a routine ultrasound, I learned that the fetus would have a fatal condition and that there was absolutely no chance of survival. In Texas, you are forced to carry that pregnancy, and that is because of Donald Trump overturning Roe v. Wade. We need leaders that will protect our rights and not take them away, and that's Joe Biden and Kamala Harris.
1: I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message.
0: On the line now is Mary Ziegler, a professor of law at the University of California and an expert on politics of reproduction. She's also the author of Roe, the History of a National Obsession. Mary, good morning and thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: How important has abortion become as a campaign issue?
1: Very important. Uh, You see, especially among Democrats and especially younger Democrats, uh, that abortion is one of the top, if not the top issues uh, in determining um, for whom they're going to vote and also whether they're going to vote at all, which is critical in an election in 2024 where a lot of Americans are unenthusiastic about their choices. 69%
0: Sixty-nine percent of Americans believe abortion should be legal in the first three months of pregnancy, but does this mean they'll cast their vote based on a single issue? That's the complexity, isn't it?
1: It is. I mean, I think that the the challenge for the Biden campaign really is going to be um, making the case that that what happens in twenty twenty four will change Americans' lives on abortion going forward, right? Um, and there there are a couple of ways that that could happen, uh, but I, I think. It's more likely that Americans will actually go to the polls on this issue than it was before Roe was overturned. There had been kind of a political consensus in the U.S. that voters approved of legal abortion but wouldn't really ultimately care enough to vote on that basis. That's been disproven in ballot initiative elections and midterm elections. The the question just is whether people understand what's at stake uh, in the presidential election enough to draw a, a vote on that basis.
0: Can voters in the United States expect to see more powerful personal testimonies in campaign ads underlying that campaign message? Is that the way this will play out?
1: I think we're going to see a combination of these kind of powerful personal narratives that the Biden administration is gonna spotlight combined with more details on what a second Trump administration could do. I think American voters are well aware of the constraints facing the Biden administration in terms of what they can do to expand protection for abortion rights. I don't think American voters understand as well how much Donald Trump could do to limit access to abortion, even in states in the United States that have changed their state constitutions to protect reproductive rights. So I think we'll see a combination of you know, what's already happened and what could go wrong in the future uh, in in the campaign. And
0: since Roe versus Wade was overturned, uh, regulation of abortions has been handed back to each state. So, that, so that's the consequence. And, and some have, of course, outlawed it. It's different across the country. In your opinion, what impact has it had on women seeking an abortion?
1: Well, I think one of the most uh, important things to note is it it has it's had an effect on women seeking abortion. It's hard to tell exactly how much. Some studies have indicated that the abortion uh, number of abortions in the United States hasn't really declined much because people have been traveling out of state or getting pills online. Um, the people who do seem to be clearly affected are people who are experiencing medical emergencies in pregnancy. Uh, Including some abortion seekers, but also including people who are not abortion seekers who have wanted pregnancies, but who are unable to receive care because physicians in large swaths of the United States are afraid of going to prison or losing their medical licenses if they intervene. So, some of the most acute effects have been for pregnant women in the United States who don't want an abortion, right? Who plan to continue a pregnancy, but then learn that their health, their fertility, or their lives are threatened, or that they have a fetal condition incompatible with life and are unable to actually end a pregnancy because physicians don't want to take the legal risk. Donald Trump
0: did run ads on Facebook before the Iowa caucuses last month, calling himself the most pro-life president in history. How much is he going to lean into that? And what does he hope the result will be electorally? Where's the benefit for him?
1: Well, I think on the one hand, right, I mean, for Trump, I think as for Biden, there's going to be turnout issues. So Trump does need to get the people who already support him to to turn out to vote. And I think emphasizing his you know pro-life or anti-abortion bona fides may be a way to do that. He hasn't been emphasizing the abortion issue nearly as much as Biden has, in part because it's unpopular and in part because anti-abortion groups have been quite clear that they they're, for example, detailing Plans for what they expect Trump to do and have said quite clearly that they are not worried that Trump isn't talking about this publicly as much because they know he has to get elected first and they fully expect him to deliver on their plans if he's reelected.
0: Okay, so should Trump win, what might we expect him to do on restricting access?
1: Yeah, the the leading plan on the anti-abortion side is to revive a law from the Victorian era called the Comstock Act, which was an obscenity law that banned mailing certain items. And anti-abortion groups have cherry-picked language from this law to say it's actually an abortion ban because you can't have an abortion in the United States without something put in the mail. And they're calling on Donald Trump to start enforcing this 19th century law against doctors and drug manufacturers across the country, right? Essentially turning it into a backdoor national abortion ban. Uh, That would be a really big deal. Uh, They're calling on Trump to um, encourage his FDA to withdraw approval of drugs used in most abortions. So pretty explosive stuff, right? Well beyond what you're used to seeing from Republican presidents in the United States.
0: So legally, what options would a second Biden-Harris administration have to amend the Supreme Court's decision Um, if they're running so hard on it? There will also be expectations, won't there, about what they can do?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the first thing that Biden can do, which he's going to emphasize, is is be kind of firewall against these changes, right? So, so far, if you were looking at the story of what post-Roe America looks like, it's been that voters over and over again choose to protect reproductive rights. And that anti-abortion groups choose over and over again to try to take the question away from voters. So I think you'd expect to see the Biden administration in court, for example, defending people's ability to travel out of state to get abortion and defending access to emergency abortion, which they they are already, they're currently defending abortion rights in two US Supreme Court cases. We decide, we expect decisions on this spring. But there, the reality is that there are more constraints facing the Biden administration than there would be really with the Trump administration, because the federal courts in the U.S. at the moment are very conservative and they will limit, I think, as will the fact that Congress is unlikely to do anything. They will limit what a second Biden-Harris administration could do.
0: There have been a lot of other issues uh, running pretty hot in this election campaign. Uh, I've heard commentary that, in fact, not enough emphasis is being put on abortion. How do you see it?
1: I mean, I think I think it's it's there's been a lot of emphasis. I think really the question is is whether the Biden campaign has done enough or really the U.S. media or the international media have done enough to kind of clarify the stakes. Um, I think it's pretty unusual for people to understand how different America could look when it comes to reproductive rights if Donald Trump were reelected. Um, So I don't think it's necessarily that Americans aren't talking about abortion in the election. It's that they they aren't necessarily understanding what what the stakes are.
0: Thank you so much for joining us this morning.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Mary Ziegler is a professor of law at the University of California, the Davis School of Law. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio
1: stations, live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.